It's going to be brutally cold in Chicago on Sunday when the Packers take on the Bears. But how much will the weather impact the game? We'll ask Nick Rays of rotowire.com. It's all coming up on Railbird Central next. Caribou. We're talking some Packers football this morning. We're getting ready for a game against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. To do that, to help us preview the game, we have an interview uh, coming up. Expert interview. It's with Nick Grays of rotowire.com. This was a pre-recorded interview uh, and I'll cue it right up. Right now, we're joined by Nick Rays of rotowire.com here at Cheesehead TV's Railbird Central on a Friday morning. Nick, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. No problem. Before we kind of get into the upcoming Packers-Bears game here this weekend, uh, just can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and what you do with Rotowire? I know I found out, when I found out Rotowire was located in Wisconsin, in Madison, I was kind of like, wow, this this is a site with some national reach, and it's located, you know, basically in our backyard in Wisconsin. What do you do with them? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Um, but, yeah, I've been writing with uh, Rotowire since 2012. Uh, I do mostly college football stuff with them, but some NFL and NFL draft. Uh, in the past, I've covered the Mountain West and Sun Belt conferences, and then in the last two years, I've covered the Big 12 conference. And that kind of involves me writing updates at, uh, after all the college games each weekend, and then I also write various articles here and there. And then I also cover a weekly shift called at, uh, with our Ask the Expert uh, feature where I just field hundreds of questions regarding fantasy rosters. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you do a good job with Rotowire. And now if we could turn our attention to, as I said, the upcoming Packers-Bears game here. Nick, wh- what is your level of concern with Aaron Rodgers considering his calf, hamstring, the cold weather, and being limited in practice this week, that these are a lot of things working against him. Yeah, definitely a lot of things, but I, I I'm not very worried due to Rodgers. I mean, I think he's been with the Packers for nine years, so he's been playing in frigid conditions for a long time. Uh, while yes, the calf will probably impact his mobility, I sometimes think the game plan is a bit better when his mobility is limited, as there's not as much backyard football going on then. Um, plus, the injuries haven't been reported as serious and as it was in 2014, so I'm not as worried. Yeah, I certainly hope that's the case. We'll see what happens here and and how he is able to loosen up in that kind of weather. Um, Assuming it's simply cold and no precipitation and no wind is going to be a factor on Sunday, how much do you think that will impact the game? Well, I definitely think it plays into Chicago's favor as they are the better team in regards to running the ball with the fantastic rookie Jordan Howard. 
Um, but I'm hoping there's not a lot of wind because I think that will help Rodgers have the ob- obvious edge over Matt Barkley. Um, if there's a lot of wind, that could kind of neutralize that part of the game. So hoping there's not a ton of wind. Yeah, um, wind and cold, that combination can just, you know, be the great neutralizer, I think, in any game. Um, although if it's just cold with no wind, uh, I think things can still work. We'll see. Um, Nick, we, we learned this week James Stark suffered a concussion in a car accident. You know, we started to see the Packers offense phase him out the last week, but now with the concussion, is it even more of a given we're going to see even more of Ty Montgomery and Kristen Michael? I think so. Um, I feel that Montgomery has shown enough to be considered for the full-time role, in my opinion. Conversely, Michael hasn't really shown enough to get more playing time yet, Um, but I think they kind of have to. I say let Montgomery get the majority of the carries with Michael in there for relief, and then when Starks can finally come back, I think they should just keep him as the primary third down back and just roll with Montgomery at this point. Yeah, it's going to be interesting there to see as well. Both Montgomery and Michael were limited on the practice report on Thursday. We'll see if they can get better in time for Sunday's game. There are a few days yet. Um, But elsewhere on the offense, do you think Jared Cook – will be impacted by the lung contusion he suffered last week. And then, conversely, how how much will Richard Rodgers play then? Yeah, it feels like almost every Packers player is on the injury report. Um, <laughs> I, think Cook will, <laughs> I think Cook will definitely be impacted by that. I'm not sure if I can relate, but last year I had a pneumonia, and that involved a lung contusion, and it was really hard to breathe in the winter weather here in Wisconsin. So I... I, I can't believe this is something that will be easy for him to play through right now. So I'm guessing Richard Rodgers will play, uh, see some more time on the field because of that. Yeah, that that's a good point. I mean, the combination of the lung contusion and the cold weather, that could definitely be a factor with Jared Cook. We'll keep an eye on that. Moving to the defensive side of the football, what do you think the chances uh, we see Nick Perry on Sunday Coming off the broken hand, we know he missed last week's game. Don't really know what's going to happen this week. Yeah, I mean, I believe he underwent surgery prior to that Seahawks game. Um, So I'm guessing we could see him out there with a cast on his hand. I'm not sure how effective he'll be with that, but it would be nice to have him back, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, I hope so. He's such a factor, especially with the Packers' run defense, but uh, chipping in with the pass rush as well. Nick, uh, the Packers signed inside linebacker Jordan Tripp this week. Do you think they're looking for someone to step in immediately, given the injuries to Clay Matthews, Jake Ryan, and Blake Martinez in recent weeks? Uh, Yeah, to be honest with you, I had to look this guy up because I had no idea who he was, uh, which makes (laughs) sense with him coming out of Montana as a fifth-round pick of the Dolphins. Um, But in all honesty, the Packers have been searching at that position all year, so I'm not really sure if Tripp will be the answer or not. Yeah, um, I I don't know either if it's just a depth thing or, you know, hopefully these other guys are going to be getting healthy as well and they'll be able to play even more going forward. Uh, Nick, before we let you go here, finally, what is your prediction for what's going to happen on Sunday's game? Uh, Who's going to win, who's going to lose, etc.? Yeah, well, it's essentially a must-win for the Packers, which has been the case on the current three-game winning streak. So I see them winning pretty easily by the score of 28-10. I'm looking for the defense to keep playing well and force the Bears into a couple turnovers, 
and the offense will do just enough at what they need to do. Sounds good to me. Nick, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us here uh, on Railbird Central. Greatly appreciate it. Keep up the good work at uh, at Rotowire there. From the fanny, fantasy perspective, the NFL draft perspective, uh, keep it up, all right? All right. Thanks for having me. No problem. Take care. Nick Grades of rotowire.com joining us here at Railbird Central on a Friday morning. Glad to have him joining us. Glad to have you, the listener, joining us as we continue on with the show. Packers news of the day. All right. 16 players on the team's injury report this week. I wanted to give my two cents on the topic we touched upon in the interview, but... The running back situation is looking a little bit dicey heading into this Sunday's game for the Green Bay Packers. It was revealed on Thursday that James Stark suffered a concussion in an automobile accident earlier this week. Uh, In the big picture of things, he's fine. It wasn't a fatal car crash or anything like that. But he still hasn't practiced in two days. And now... He could certainly be cleared from the concussion and be good to go in time for Sunday. You know, that kind of thing happens, but we're just not sure it's going to happen in time for this weekend's game. Now, obviously, the Packers have been leaning on Ty Montgomery at the running back position as Starks has been somewhat phased out here of late. But it's worth noting that Montgomery was downgraded on the injury report on Thursday with a shoulder injury. And the same goes for fullback Aaron Ripkowski with the back injury. Both went from full capacity on Wednesday to limited capacity on Thursday. Now, the silver lining is that they were at least practicing in some capacity, but they're certainly not trending in the right direction right now. And then you've got Kristen Michael, who didn't practice at all Thursday because of an illness, and right now that's all we have to go on. Assuming it's merely a common cold, there's still more than 48 hours until game time, Uh, You know, a a person can get much healthier in that, you know, time span. Uh, You can even play through a common cold, even if you're not 100%. But again, I'm I'm making an assumption that's what it is. You know, I'm guessing that at least three of these players, if not all of them, will be suited up in time for the Bears game. But it certainly is not a good thing that the position seems to be getting more banged up by the day. And this is the time of year when, you know, the ground game becomes more important. I I say this many times in terms of the cold. You know, if it's just simply cold weather, uh, even to zero degrees, a passing game can still work, can still be affected. It's now when you get precipitation and or wind involved, and that can really change things. If all of a sudden those come into play along with the cold on top of it, you know, then teams have to run, you know, a majority of the time. Not to say you couldn't ever pass it. Um, And maybe a lot of the passes are more short ones like screen passes. But if if that were to be the case, if, if it were to be windy 
on Sunday, along with temperatures right around zero degrees, give or take. Um, you know, then the Packers going to have to rely on the run game a lot more than they have this year. And that's going to be critical for a team with pretty much the highest percentage of pass plays in the entire NFL. Um, like I said, we're still days away and, and, you know, forecasts can change, although I don't expect it to change a lot between now and, and two days from now. But something to watch here uh, with these guys, maybe not 100%. And, you know, especially with guys like, you know, Ty Montgomery just switching to the running back position. Kristen Michael, new to Green Bay and still learning the offense. And now James Starks banged up. Aaron Ripkowski banged up. Not a good situation. Um, hopefully, maybe wind will be nil. And the Packers can still wing the football around with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and he himself, any running threat he has on the now with the bum calf and hamstring, uh, you know, less of a factor running the ball there as well. Um, in other injury news, linebacker Clay Matthews revealed in an interview that he doesn't think his shoulder will get appreciably better until after the season. He said this on Thursday to the media. Without going into detail, he said, quote, uh, Matthews did a number, unquote, to his shoulder. Uh, and again, the, the good news, if you can call it that, is that both he and head coach Mike McCarthy have said on record that he continues to get better, a little bit better every day. But I'm not sure how much solace you can take in that if it's not going to get, you know, a whole lot better until after the season is over. Uh, Matthews left open the possibility that he could undergo surgery on his shoulder in the offseason, but it appears he's going to play through it for now. I would suspect the Clay Matthews we saw last week against the Seattle Seahawks is the Matthews we will pretty much see for the rest of the season. I don't think we'll be seeing him at inside linebacker anymore, or, or if he is, he'll be blitzing. Um, I think you're going to see him pretty much as a late down pass rush specialist probably almost third down exclusively, although I wouldn't, you know, rule out a, a second and 10 appearance or if they, a team happens to go on fourth down. Um, so I, I, he's not going to be taking on blockers in the run game, really. I, I don't think the Packers, you know, coaches are going to put him in a position to do that. Um, and I mean, obviously, if a team unexpectedly runs on third and 10. Well, I, I mean, that's just a chance you have to take. Um, but, you know, Clay Matthews can still be effective in that pass rushing role. Uh, he did put a little bit of pressure on Russell Wilson last week against the Seattle Seahawks. He, he didn't come up with the sack, but there were a couple times in which he kind of flushed the quarterback or got him off his spot. Um, you're just probably not going to see Matthews out on the field on a regular basis uh, like you would have earlier in the season. 
So that means guys like Julius Peppers and J. Roan Elliott especially are going to have to step up. And I would say Nick Perry too, but we don't know if he's going to play with that club cast on his hand. Um, so, um, you know, Peppers, Elliott, uh, Dayton Jones, it's going to be big, really big for these guys down the stretch to play up to their potential. It's, it's you know, like we've I've said earlier on the show, it seems with Julius Peppers, he's either good or he's invisible. Uh, we got to get rid of the invisible days. I, I certainly don't expect him to have two sacks every week. But, you know, we need those games where he's just average and not below average uh, on, on the poor end of things. Uh, and, and, you know, Dayton Jones really... You know, he might have had his best game of the season against the Seahawks. Got to continue that trend out of him. We saw J. Roan Elliott have probably his best game of the season against the Seahawks coming up with the sack. That's got to continue. And maybe you get a guy like Kyler Fackrell involved. All these guys are really going to have to step up, especially in the run game. You know, with Clay Matthews basically being limited to pass rush status only here. Uh, that's the way I think it's going to go. Things could change, maybe unexpectedly for the better. I'm just not counting on that, and that's why I think that's so important for these guys to play a bigger role here. A little bit of old news here uh, since this was revealed back on Wednesday, but we learned the practice plans for a couple other players on the roster. We know the plan for Nick Perry is that he won't practice until Saturday at the earliest. So we know now he didn't practice Wednesday, he didn't practice Thursday, but he wasn't expected to. That's been the plan all along. I tend to think the Packers will play it cautious for another week and withhold Perry from Sunday's game, given the broken bone. Maybe it hasn't healed yet. Probably doesn't help that it's going to be temperatures really low. I'm sure that doesn't help the healing uh, you know, if you're out in, in that kind of weather for a couple hours. But again, that's merely my guess. Things, you know, the coaching or training staff uh, for the Packers could see it differently. And then we know the plan for quarterback Aaron Rodgers was to practice on a limited basis on Wednesday and Thursday. But, you know, I, I don't think that's really a big deal. You know, for one... Rodgers was pretty much in the same boat last week heading into the Seattle game, and he ended up having arguably his best game of the season. You know, the the preparation for a veteran like him is not nearly as important as it was earlier in his career. And a good byproduct is that Brett Hundley is getting more practice reps. But beyond that, Rodgers can use the rest both for his calf and his hamstring and it's more important that he's healthy on Sunday than it is certainly the, the days preceding the game for practice. Uh, the, the Packers don't need him 100% for practice. More important that he, he gets rested up and he's ready to go on Sunday then. As far as a game prediction from myself, we got one from Nick Gray's earlier. Uh, you know, I, I joined a Chicago sports talk radio show on Thursday evening and I was asked the key to the game for the Chicago Bears. And I said the key, if they were to win, 
would be for the Bears offense to keep pace with the Packers. Because I'm assuming it's simply cold and and neither windy nor precipitation here. I think the Packers offense will be able to put points on the scoreboard on Sunday. Maybe not a ton of them, but they'll find ways to get in scoring position on a consistent enough basis. I have less confidence in the Bears doing the same, especially the way the Packers defense has been trending, and particularly the pass defense. Uh, This has been a unit that's been up and down this year. The secondary has been injured, and and now they're finally getting healthy. But guys like Ladarius Gunter and Demarius Randall alternate between good and bad but maybe things are starting to gel. And even though they've also had injuries up front on the front seven of the Packers defense, they also have veterans they can rely upon like Julius Peppers and Mike Daniels. That confidence and continuity has been important for the Packers defense, and I think that's why they've kind of improved um, over the course of these past few weeks. Despite the Bears' record, which is among the worst in the NFL, they probably going to have a top five draft pick in the NFL. You know, I don't. I still don't think this game's going to be easy for Green Bay, and the weather could be the great equalizer. Um, it, you know, it, it, if it's cold and windy, it could be the best team in the NFL against the worst team, and nothing would surprise me. Ultimately, the final score I've come up with for this game is Packers 20, Bears 13. And yeah, the the weather concerns probably had something to do with a pretty conservative prediction in terms of overall points being scored. But with so much on the line for the Packers here, basically a must-win situation, and the way they've been headed on their two-game win streak, I think they pull it out on the road. But I do think it's a one-possession game. So that's kind of with the frame of mind I've got going into Sunday. Um, you know, certainly special teams here could become a factor as well. That's important when you start to get to cold weather because things like kickoffs, uh, you know, which you almost start taking for granted in the NFL that they're, you know, touchbacks three quarters of the time. When it starts getting December, when it starts getting really cold out, at least in, you know, outdoor northern climates like Chicago, like Green Bay, um, you know, it, it's less of a factor in places like Arizona and Florida. Uh, but, you know, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Packers, Bears here. It, you know, kickoffs, the ball in cold weather, and if wind is a factor, it doesn't travel as far anymore. There are going to be, on average, more kickoffs return now, and the Packers coverage unit's going to have to be prepared for that. Uh, they have not been great this year in coverage, either kickoffs or punts. And now they're going to have to be because it's just going to happen more often on average. Like That's not to rule out there's going to be a, a touch. There's still going to be touchbacks. You're just going to see them less often. That, that, that air in the football becomes, you know, the pressure goes down and it's tough in, in these, 
you know, at zero degrees to get that football the same distance. It's just going to more frequently end up, you know, right around the goal line and the guys are going to have to take it out. Um, or if they don't even go to the goal line or sometimes, you know, not, not even counting when it's they tip, they do the mortar kick it, it try intentionally to pin them toward the sideline or something like that. So, you know, the, the, the special teams can be a factor here and, and they become more of a factor in the cold weather. And likewise, when the Packers are returning, you know, ball security is going to be important. I mean, it's the important, the most important thing in any football game, offense, defense, special teams, take care of the football. You don't want to lose the turnover margin because if you lose the turnover margin, more than likely you lose the game. Certainly not always, but that never bodes well for any team's outcome. Um, but that leads me into the next segment. The day ahead. All right. It's the final press conference of the week before Sunday's game for head coach Mike McCarthy on Friday at 10.05 a.m. Central Time, which will, of course, stream live at Packers.com as it usually does. We'll see what the head coach has to say regarding the injury situation I know I'm kind of especially interested in what he's got to say about the running backs, considering they're all on the injury report, even the fullback, um, and have to see what he says about all the other players that you know are kind of in question as well. Friday is also the day the team releases its final injury report of the week, sometime Friday afternoon, although that's kind of becoming less and less meaningful as teams are allowed to update the injury report on Saturdays. But they only update it if there's a change in a player. You know, the Packers will practice on Saturday, and then if they feel a player either will play or won't play, they might change their status. But still, we'll look at the game day projections, you know, questionable, doubtful, or out. As for the weekend, uh, Saturday is the travel day for the Green Bay Packers heading to Chicago. And then the game on Sunday is a noon kickoff broadcast on Fox. Uh, This one's going to be Kevin Burkhart and John Lynch announcing the game. Uh, And the only official way to stream it is with a subscription to NFL Game Pass, although... Uh, as you know, there can be illegal ways found to stream a game. If you're uh, curious enough, you can find those on the internet some places. Um, but anyway, uh, have a good weekend, folks. That's going to pretty much do it here for today's episode of Railbird Central. As for the immediate future here, uh, there I know there will be no show this upcoming Monday. Uh, It's going to be a little bit sporadic through the holidays. Not to say we're not going to have episodes because I do plan on having one next Wednesday for sure. Uh, But I'll be traveling during the holidays here. I'm going back home uh, to my hometown to go see my parents and brothers and sisters this weekend. And I'll be traveling on Monday, so won't be able to do a show. Uh, And then probably, you know, getting towards uh, Christmas time, there may be a few days there in which uh, it may be a little sporadic as well. But uh, I'm going to try to do it as much as possible, so stay tuned. Next episode will be next Wednesday with Nathan Yonke of ProFootballFocus.com as our usual guest. 
but that does it, folks. My call to action, as usual here, if you haven't done so already, please give us a rating and a review on iTunes. It's the one small thing we ask. The show is free of charge, no subscription, no paywall. So if you could do us a solid, head to iTunes, search Cheesehead TV. It'll pop right up. Give us a five-star rating. Brief little review doesn't have to be anything long, but it helps get word out about the show and helps people, you know, searching for Packers podcasts on the internet. It helps them find it, and we think this is a service to Green Bay Packers fans. So thank you to those of you who have, and please, to those of you who haven't, just take a moment. Maybe that'll be your Christmas present to Cheesehead TV. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend, folks. Enjoy the Bears game on Sunday, and we will talk to you later. On behalf of everybody at Cheesehead TV, I'm Brian Caravu. Um, I'll leave you today with a song called, if I can find it here, um, One Step Closer by the String Cheese Incident on Psy Fidelity Records. See everyone. Go Pack Go. Thank you.